Welcome to the Agency Blueprint Podcast, the show for agency owners looking to discover strategies for scaling a truly profitable agency, reducing stress, and getting your personal life back. I'm Robert Patton, international best-selling author, business coach, and contract CFO for creative agencies. Really quick before we jump into the show today, I have a gift for you. If you're an agency owner and you want to know how to structure your lead gen, sales, and operations in a simple, streamlined manner that is less headache and way more profitable, then I want to give you my latest book called The Agency Blueprint. It's free for you when you go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash ebook. If you're not happy with your agency performance, then this book is for you. You can also grab the link for the book in today's show notes. Thanks. And now for the show. For the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about planning for this year and thinking about what you want to, what you want your agency to eventually become. And I wanted to dig a little bit deeper in this episode today, talking about overall agency vision and have a strategic meeting with your partners, with your executive team to have an understanding of exactly where and what your agency should be what it believes um, morally, essentially, the company morales, company values, what you're going to be doing 10, 5, 1 year from now and getting buy-in from your team, exactly how you're going to accomplish it, who your ideal client is, what your value proposition is, and all of those things that are really, really important to allow for your agency to be able to take it to the, the end goal, to what that vision was in your own personal lifestyle and how you want your life to become and how you want your business to function. I imagine that as you went through the exercise of what you want your personal and business life to be, that they were not small and they were larger, big, audacious goals and having something that you really want to strive for and really want to get to. And it's critical that you have a very clear understanding of how you're going to get there and what that road looks like. Not saying that that road might not meander off course sometimes and you may change the a couple stops along that journey, but that the end goal is still the same and that every decision that you make will be filtered through that vision. It's so incredibly important that you have a sustainable model that allows for you to be able to have that charted journey out for success and make sure that that vision is going to allow for you to be able to get there and have a very clear understanding so that every single person at your agency is driving your agency in the same direction with the same goal in mind so that everyone is making decisions and every decision that's being made at your agency, not just you, not just your partners, but every single person at your agency understands exactly what the end objective is so that they are actually working towards it. And the sum of each of the individual parts are greater than each individual component, allowing for you to be able to truly scale, grow, and just dramatically improve your agency. And it's so incredibly important to do this. And I know that in some in some cases, it can be fairly difficult to get everyone together, especially to have some of these meetings that can be quite long. When I'm doing this, these types of meetings and vision alignment meetings with clients, typically we're doing anywhere between four to six hour meetings, three to four days in a row which can be a bit difficult to organize, especially if you are busy. And um, at this time of the year, typically speaking, things are not too wild. So right now may be an opportune time for you, depending on what your services that you're offering and what your clients look like. 
with these vision meetings, they are equal components of uh, commitment, transparency, trust, trust, and just a relationship building with your entire team. And it's so incredibly important that that transparency piece is really built into it because there's so many instances where the agency owner holds this end goal near and dear to themselves, but don't actually share it because they feel like it's entirely self-serving and actually doesn't impact the team. And for the the vast majority of the time, I, I disagree with it unless the end goal is 100% self-serving, which it almost never is. There are a lot of impacts that actually do trickle down to the team. If you have the right clients, their stresses are going to be less. If you have greater profits, they're not going to be as um, struggling to allow for things to be able to happen and be able to get things through quite as quickly. And the amount of pressure that they have, you have more financial resources to be able to pay them more. Um, you have typically better work-life balance, which most people would say that they would trade off money to have more time, more of their time back. And so the vast majority of agencies that I encounter, the team is extremely busy and I imagine yours are the same. So there is a lot of impacts that can be, um, that, that will affect your team. And it's extremely important that you do when you have these conversations with them, that you do align them to how it will impact them as well because there are impacts to them and making sure that they are very clear. There's also that innate just piece of us biologically and um, socially and psychologically that has us want to help people as well. And your team ultimately does want to help you as well, assuming that you have a reasonable relationship with them and hopefully you do. And so there is that impact that they will actually be motivated to actually help you as well. So let's get into it uh, about what you should be going through in your vision and alignment meeting at your agency. The first thing that I always hit is the value component. What is your mission? What do you want to do? Um, the value piece is extremely, extremely important. And I know that I've had multiple instances where agencies were, um, or people from agencies have had an issue with this sort of value piece because they believe in a lot of instances that values are sort of words that get put on a wall but don't really get followed and they become even sort of this weird side of cultish type feeling at some of startups in the years past. And I think that this is needs to be looked at quite a bit differently and that it really should be something that you actually do hold everyone accountable, including yourself, and that it shouldn't be something that is aspirational. It shouldn't be something that you had happen on accident. It's something that you actually intentionally try to do and trend and intentionally have done within your agency. So if you are an agency that has everyone working 80 hours a week, your values are not work-life balance. So don't have it be aspirational like that because it will be thought of as something that isn't true and the team isn't going to connect with it because quite frankly, it's just not something that seems attainable for them because it's just so far different from what their lives look like right now. But these values are going to be the lifeblood of your agency. They're going to be how you recruit, how you hire, making sure that the people that you're talking to before you bring them on, that you are looking to make sure that they actually hold these values and that they do embody them. And that the people that you currently have on your team, if they don't embody them, then you either need to help correct that or they need to be replaced. And it is a huge piece. It is it is the the heartbeat of your agency and it needs to be looked at that way. This is not a small endeavor. This is a big thing. And typically speaking, 
these conversations for values last usually anywhere between four to six hours. The first entire day is usually spent just on the selection of values. The other thing that is really important and um, it comes from the book Traction is actually defining what your values mean and having three to five bullet points of exactly what your values mean and defining them so that it actually has a very clear understanding and everyone has a very clear understanding of what they mean because if you have one to three word value statements they can be interpreted different ways and each person can interpret them differently so you want to make sure that it's very clear as to what they mean so the exercise that you should go through is think about the team members that you currently have on your team think about what if you were able to replicate those qualities those characteristics within your agency you would have a phenomenally efficient great profitable, one that has great customer service, great client results, and that you're just one that you're really proud of if you're able to emulate those specific characteristics that you already have within your agency. Go ahead and just list all those out. Just go through a full brainstorm, no bad ideas, just list everything out. And then go through and by course of elimination, pick which ones are the most important to you and discuss them, debate them, figure out exactly what's most important. Then once you have that list of values that are core to your agency, define them. That is going to be the heartbeat of your agency. I know that it feels a bit hokey sometimes and that it isn't something that really is impactful. But as you actually do hold everyone accountable to it, you hold yourself accountable to it, that it will become something that really is meaningful and it is the, and will become the morality of the way that your agency functions. Once you've gone through this stage, you want to go back to the conversation that we had last week on your uh, 10-year goal and define what that 10-year goal is actually go through it and quantitatively with your leadership team and make sure that you have a very clear understanding of what exactly it looks like and what your agency is going to look like in 10 years. Go, go through every single piece from revenue to number of clients, number of team members, where your agency is physically located. All those types of things, how many hours are your team working, what are the utilization ratios at your agency, all of those types of things. Let's document them, make a goal around them. What is your average hourly earning? If you're unsure what an average hourly earning is, take a look at some of the resources on my website at creativeagencysuccess.com so that you can go through and determine what your average hourly earning is right now. It is a, an important metric that I talk about all the time and how I actually check to see how agencies are performing, either uh, agency-wide, project-by-project, etc., um, so I would list out those types of metrics, make sure that they're quantitative. Once you've identified what that 10 year goal is, you are then going to have a conversation about who your ideal client is and have an understanding of what exactly is the reason your agency exists. And we want to get this really detailed, um, exactly who this client is going to be this, this client profile what industry are they in? What revenue numbers are they at? What are their goals? Who are they as individuals? Who are you working with within the company? Are they smaller businesses? Are they larger enterprises? And why? Are they creatively inspiring for you, these types of clients? Do you enjoy them? Do you like working with them? There's a couple pieces when it comes to selecting a specialization and an industry that I have as qualifications and just so that you have an understanding, I define a niche being either a service, a geographic area, or an industry. 
when it comes to the industry component, I always want to look at and think about the, the first question that I have is, can you help them? Are you passionate about helping them? The next question that I want to hit is, is that market a growing market or a dying market? So if it's a growing market, that means that it's at least growing by 9%, the average growth that we have in the Western world or in global global economies, 9% growth a year. Is that industry going to be more relevant 10 years from now than it is today? Like, for example, we're not going to be going after truck drivers because truck drivers are going to are no longer going to be a thing in the coming years, right? Because we're starting to have more autonomous driving. And so that isn't going to be an industry that is going to be quite, is going to be impacted. So there's a lot of unknown about that particular industry. So you want to think about all those aspects and make sure that you have a very clear understanding of who your ideal client is. Again, you want to get to psychographic, geographic, and really have an understanding of who those people are. Are you a national agency? Are you state only? Are you global? Who and everything about your ideal client and why? Why is it important to you? Why does that make a difference? And how is that really going to impact you and them? You want to make sure that it is going to be something that you can help serve that industry and that you're going to be able to help them accomplish their goals and you're really going to have an impact on them. I define business success in a couple of ways. I define it obviously as a business, so there's profits. The other is in time for the owner. So many people believe that to be successful means that you're really busy and I really push against that a lot. And the third and sometimes even most important is impact, that you're able to actually drive impact for your clients, have them accomplish their goals. I think it's so incredibly important to be able to feel that you're doing something good in the world. If you don't feel that, then I mean, the vast majority of the time and for the vast majority of humanity is not going to make you feel good, is not going to energize you, is not going to have you wanting to do this day in and day out. It might be something that you do for a little while, but you're going to lose interest, become less passionate, and then become less successful as we typically define a business in monetary value. Because when passion wanes, when excitement wanes, so does revenue generation, so does client attraction, and so does your just your sales ability. So I think it's incredibly important. These are very cyclical in having profits so that you're able to have the time and space and money to be able to have the lifestyle that you want, time to be able to invest in your business and time to be able to do the things you want to do outside of the business and then impact to be able to actually uh, derive results for your clients and have impact on their lives and on their businesses. And it's the combination between those three that allow for you to be able to have true success. So now that we have our agency values, we know where we're going to be in 10 years. We know our reason for being, why we get up every day. We know who our ideal client is. We know what we um, are going to be doing. We want to really define now exactly what our service offering is and start to talk about the types of packages that we are going to be offering and really nail down. And we're not going to talk about pricing necessarily yet. We are going to be talking about what exactly it is that we do that we have as our superpower that's going to allow for our clients to be able to accomplish what they're looking to accomplish. And take some time and actually go through this because this is an important thing. 
So many agencies are doing things only because they believe the clients need them. They're doing them because the client's asking for them, but they're not something that they really know how to do well, which quite frankly, the client, the clients don't win. You don't win. Your team doesn't win. Your agency isn't financially successful. You think that you're doing something extra and better and is going to make your agency better. But quite frankly, it just is painful and hurts. And the vast majority of agency owners that are doing that at the moment have so many scrapes and bruises and pains and sleepless nights because of this exact thing. So make sure that you stay in your lane. Make sure that you're doing what you know how to do and something that you're really great at. There, um, There's multiple things that I'm sure you have tons of value and that you know how to do and can help this particular industry or this particular ideal client and just really lean into that once you have an understanding of exactly what it is that you are offering, we then want to have a conversation about what exactly is your differentiator. And I want you to take your direct competitors and think about what it is that sets you aside from them. Once you have an understanding of what exactly is your differentiator and differentiator, please don't have it be that we're time-based or that we're cheaper and those types of things, those aren't really, those aren't differentiators. Those are things that we use maybe to help sell sometimes. And hopefully the time-based one really isn't what in how you want to establish yourself with clients because that's a slippery slope. But you want to be able to differentiate yourself on results or the creativity that you have. And you want to be able to differentiate yourself on the successes that you've been able to accomplish, your background the team that you have, things like that, your process, the way that you actually go about delivering your service that allows for repeatable results, those types of things are your differentiators. And you want to make sure that you have a very clear understanding of why you and why they want to work with you. It's extremely important to have this very clearly defined so that you can actually utilize this. You're going to take these differentiators and these value propositions and actually directly hand them to your sales team after you're done here and be able to hand it to them so that they can be able to utilize this in both marketing and lead generation and positioning them and positioning your agency to be able to sell. And then finally, we want to have a conversation now about your team, organizational structure of how your agency operates. The way I like to go about this is uh, multi-stepped and the most, one of the most important aspects of this is I want you to take your services that you're offering and start to break it down from step-by-step step, from contract signing to the deliverable of the assets or the whatever your your final deliverables are going to be and have every step in between and have it fairly detailed from contract assigned. We, do we send an email to them to schedule the initial onboarding call? Do we send them a questionnaire? Do we just schedule a time? Do we give them a phone call and thanking them for joining the, joining the agency? What do we do internally? Do we have an internal resourcing conversation? All of those steps that actually go into happening, I want you to go through and list every single step that happens from start to finish. Once you have all of those items listed, you're then going to go and categorize and list who should be handling each one of those. And think all the administrative things should be done by an administrative person. And all the lower level things can be done by a lower level person. Junior design, senior design, creative direction, all of those things you want to have them listed out. You may not have all these people right now, and that's totally fine. But you do want to have an understanding of exactly how you want to deal with this and how you want to deliver in an ideal scenario. 
Once you have those actually listed, you're going to take all of your services and the way that your business is operating. You're going to extract all of those titles that you've then listed, and then we're going to start talking about your organizational chart, listing it from your sales and marketing, your operational, and your finance, HR, and typically IT all in one department, breaking down exactly how your agency is going to function from that forward. You want to break down exactly what the reporting structure is going to look like, what the titles are going to be. Let's not think again. Let's remove exactly who it is that we have right now and how many resources that we have internally. Let's start to build out the ideal agency because we'll start to move towards that. Once you have that, we start filling out, like I said, all the titles, and then we're going to start filling in the boxes of who's going to be filling those roles for now. You may have some people sitting in multiple boxes. It may even be your name sitting in multiple boxes right now, and that's totally fine but it's going to give you a guideline of where you need to be and where your agency is going to be able to start going. Hopefully now you can see the bigger picture of what your agency looks like now. You have your values, your 10-year goal, exactly the services you're offering, your ideal client, your organizational structures, all of the pieces that you're going to be doing. Now you're going to go ahead and start breaking down that 10-year goal into five, three, and one. And then you're going to be looking at what you're going to be doing for the next 90 days and making sure that you have an understanding of exactly what you're going to be doing when start allocating resources that you have internally, even if it's just you, but it's going to allow for you to have the platform that you need for launch and growth. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. Now, chances are, if you're an agency owner listening to this podcast right now, then you may be feeling like this. Because I was finding myself constantly overworked within our business, um, constantly like too busy with fulfillment or too busy with uh, customer service needs. So I didn't have the time to go think about how am I going to close this person or what am I going to say to this person or what am I going to do with this or what's the next strategy I need to do. Now, of course, this podcast is here to help you with a lot of things. But at one episode per week, it's going to take a while for us to share everything you need specifically for your situation. So if you're really serious about committing to fixing the problems in your agency now so you can build a truly profitable business and get your life back, then I want to invite you to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program. I'm not so stressed during calls thinking, oh my gosh, I gotta I got sell, I gotta sell, I gotta sell because if I don't sell, I don't, make our, I don't make our numbers, you know, and if I don't make our numbers, I can't pay our people. If I can't pay our people, then our business is down. This program is designed to help creative agency owners get to 1 million in revenue per year in 12 months or less. I char- typically charge one client a $3,000, anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000. Now I'm uh, moving towards only 5,000 and up. And my latest client that I closed is a $10,000 client on a monthly retainer. We only accept about 20% of the agencies that apply to this program because we want to make sure that we only work with people who will commit the time, energy, and resources required to take what they learn in the program and use it to create an agency of their dreams. You've taught me and you've taught us how to build this within our company that if X happens, this happens. Boom, 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 boom. Like it's so systematic that it's going to work for itself. That has given me the sense of like, oh, I know what the heck I'm talking about. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can deliver upon what I want to deliver. And yeah, I gained hell of a lot of confidence for sure. So if that's you, then I want to invite you to apply today. Just hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program or go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash apply. Thanks, and I'll see you inside the program. Thank you.